Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, I'm not even going to list everyone, we've got five awesome guests. Uh, they are all postgrads training at the University of Tennessee. make it easy then uh your favorite your favorite event to race doesn't have to be your best event favorite event to race um tess let's start with you um well i'd say my favorite event to race i would say the 4am it's definitely a love-hate relationship and when i love it it's great <laughs> and i make do in it it doesn't feel great but <laughs> i'd say the 4am for sure Nice. Uh, Maria? I'll say for me, it will be the 400 free. Nice. Maddie? Mine's definitely the 50 fly, which I don't get to do that often, but I love it. <laughs> uh, Erica? 50 free. Nice. And Allie? I like the 50 backstroke. Nice. Perfect. All right. So introductions are out of the way. Um, let's get right into it. Um, it's been a crazy five months. We've all, we've all been in quarantine. We've all seen the effects of COVID-19. Um, you know, give us, give us five minutes or so on each of you. It doesn't have to be five minutes. Give, give us a rundown of, of what your five past months have looked like and, uh, and where you're at today. Allie, let's start with you. Um, so I was in San Diego and everything kind of closed down there as the same as everybody else, you know, um, and took some time out of the water and which was like a nice break, you know, cause when we did get back in the water, it was like a nice refresher to be back. And I mean, didn't really take, I mean, I guess like, I don't know, sometimes you take swimming for granted, you know, like being able to practice every single day. So I feel like now I'm just excited going into every single practice. Like I'm, having a lot more fun since I took some time off, you know? Um, but I think I was, well, I know I was doing a lot of lifting, just trying to do like circuits on my own, um, or with my sisters while we were in San Diego. Um, and then I went home for about a month and then decided to join the UT postgrad group. And I was super excited about that. Um, and moved here and I've just really have been enjoying the training. I kind of feel like I'm back to feeling like myself again in the water and I feel free and light and I'm just so excited to kind of see what the ISL season brings and what this year brings to me. So yeah. Uh, Allie, I know when I saw that news that I, I, <clears throat> I was super excited. Knoxville is one of my favorite places to visit. Um, what, how, how did you end up at that decision? Were you looking at different groups or did, or did Knoxville just kind of fall into place for you? Um, I mean, I definitely, I mean, I think I went through a phase of like when COVID first hit, I was kind of like, do I want to continue swimming? You know, because like I have my degree in elementary education. So I was like, do I just stop swimming and go for teaching? Um, but then I knew that like, 
and then I was like, do I just stay in San Diego? You know, I had so many questions that I was asking myself and that, and my sisters and I were having these like really deep conversations about everything. And I think that I, um, from Pan Am's, uh, Matt was one of the head coaches there and I built a really good relationship with him. I feel like when I go to any international competitions, I'm always trying to be like friendly with the coaches just because that's like my nature. Like I'm always trying to meet new friends and talk with people and like understand their stories. So I thought that Matt and I got along really well and kind of gave him a call and said that I was interested in moving. And, you know, he, um, he said that I could join the group, which was really nice. Um, so I think that was like my first initial like coach that I thought about. I also thought about going back to Michigan, but I was kind of like, I don't know if that's going to be the right fit for me. Um, Cause there's not too many postcards there, you know, and this group of women is so like strong and powerful. And I, I just like, love being around everyone I think it's we have a very unique group and we have a chance to do something special so that's kind of how I decided to look into being in Knoxville yeah well thank you for that insight uh again it's it's pretty exciting to see to to see this strong powerful female postgrad group um that really just you know from the outside looking in that just kind of came to being in the last few months um Erica, again, you're, you're a part of that postgrad group that just kind of formed. You just finished your NCAA career. I talked with you, I think, March or April. Um, but since then, uh, how, how has your quarantine been? What's, what's the last few months looked like for you? Yeah, it's been really good. Um, I think last time we talked, I was not swimming or I had just started swimming in an endless pool or a backyard pool. Um, so as of right now, we're back um, basically into normal training. We're lucky enough to be back at the university pool. Um, and then before that, uh, we were using the second university pool for like a month and a half, I think. So it's been really nice. Um, it's been great to have Allie join us. She's such a positive light and she brings good energy to practice. So um, I've just been really enjoying getting every opportunity to swim with these girls and get back to training. Yeah. Uh, Maddie, let's, let's throw the ball to, to, uh, to your court. I know I, well, the big news is that you went 50.6 in practice recently and, uh, kind of knocked everyone's socks off on our website. Um, how have your last few months been? What was that about? (laughs) Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, just like Erica was saying, we've been in the water for like a couple months now. We went on a training trip at the end of May to Florida, which was, um, you know, before everything blew up and which I think was really big for all of us. Um, we got some really good training in there and then we were just kind of able to carry it back when we came back to Knoxville. Um, but me personally, like, uh, my training has been a lot different since quarantine. I spent a lot of time over quarantine, like, um, working on kind of learning my body outside of the water and creating like those connections between, um, like my mind and my body and, you know, figuring some things out. And when we came back into the water, you know, I had a kind of a different viewpoint of how my body worked in the water, how, um, like my body would move. And so, um, I kind of threw that into my training 
and Matt and I had discussed like taking a more sprint approach to training, um, you know, lower yardage, higher intensity, um, and changing up some things we were doing in the weight room. And so, you know, like a couple months of that and, um, I've been feeling really fast, really, um, uh, refreshed, I guess, um, in the water. My tra- my swimming is a lot different than it has been. And our like atmosphere and practice is just so different now than, um, it's kind of like a college team all over again, you know, like there's so many of us and we're all supporting each other and pushing each other in practice. Um, so it's a kind of a different, um, environment and atmosphere. So just combining all that together, you know, um, I was able to go fast and we're going to keep going fast and, um, yeah. It's great to hear because who doesn't love to see or swim fast swims? Uh, that's awesome. Congrats. I'm, I'm glad to hear it's going well from the sprint side of things. Uh, let's, let's take it to the more distance oriented. Um, Maria, I, so I don't know a ton about your background. I think you swam in TCU for a while. I did. Uh, you're now training with Tennessee. How long have you been in Knoxville? And again, yeah, how, what have your last few months looked like? Okay, well, I moved to Tennessee last year. So I've been part of the pro group for a little bit over a year now. Um, and I was previously swimming at Swim Atlanta. And that's where I was for probably three or four years. Um, but then decided to move to Tennessee, and it's been great. The last five months have been a challenge, but in a good way, I will say. Um, I was out of the water for quite a bit. But then when we finally were able to start swimming again, um, I felt actually that that break was a good break. Like Ali was saying, I don't know, I just felt more refreshed when I came back in the water. And I was also working on – things that I knew I needed to work on outside of the water that normally I guess I didn't I wouldn't say that I didn't have time but I didn't put the time for it um so this break allowed me to work on that and it's been really good I feel like a new swimmer and I have learned so much from that break and for the new things that I've been working with Matt so it's been it's been great it's been good it's good to be back And Alan Jones, it's great to be training with these ladies every day, even though I'm a distance swimmer and most of them swim shorter events. I have Tessa that pushes me at every practice. And even though this maybe sounds like a surprise, but Erica also does some pretty good sets with me. So, I mean, do you guys – do you ever intermingle with the, the sprinters during, during training? Do you get to do some speed work as well? I do. I'm not as fast as them, but I do. Matt pushes me to do some sprint work. So, yeah. Nice. Maria's got a wicked sprint side of her that she doesn't show very much. <laughs> I, I buy it. That sounds, that sounds great, especially for a more distance-oriented swimmer. Um, and, uh, Tess, let's round it out with you. Um, Canadian national is that right yes yes okay. from Canada. uh yeah so so what have your last few months been like um again I you were you were a senior on this SEC championship team in February um so you ended on a high note and uh yeah what what have what has your swimming looked like since then yeah well from the end of SECs 
um, kind of the next few weeks were very uncertain. And then we all ended up going home um, right before NCAAs were supposed to happen. And so, I mean, it was very sad and very like unknown, but for me, I really enjoyed going home. Um, I hadn't seen my family in a few months, so I'm sure they're really happy to have me home too. Um, but being home, um, I mean, I got to spend a lot of time kind of like reflecting on the past few months and the last like meets that we had. Um, because sometimes like the transition from SECs or like conference meets into NCAAs is kind of like rushed and you're like coming off of a high and need to like focus into the next meet. Um, so having that little extra time to kind of reflect and like process what had happened, I think was really beneficial. Um, I was fortunate to have a pool in my backyard and so I did some tethered workouts for a little bit and I was able to go to a family friend's house and they had um, kind of like a squat rack and some weights and so I was definitely able to keep in some shape <laughs> over the quarantine um, and I when I was home my sister and I we really kind of explored different like dinners and we um, really kind of tried new things like in the kitchen and so I think exploring and I had time to kind of like um, find out new things that I liked um, and that would help me not in the pool and so I think that it was just a few months of trying new things and I think it really helped once I was able to get back in Knoxville um, and back with the rest of the group. Yeah. So, so that's a, a quick recap of uh, five different summers, five last five months. Um, so kind of on that same note, I'd like to hear um, outside of the pool in those last five months, um, do you guys have things that, or, or maybe just the biggest thing for, for y'all that, uh, that you gained emotionally, spiritually, uh, mentally, lifestyle wise, you know, again, anything outside of the pool that you think that you will take with you from this quarantine period, you know, again, everyone's time outside of the pool is a little different. You guys pretty much all touched on that. Um, it seems like it was a benefit for most people um, in one way or another. Uh, we can, but let's, I'm going to go in reverse this time. So Tessa, we can start with you. Um, but again, what, what's one thing that you kind of, that you feel like you gained uh, from this period that you think you might, you know, take with you uh, moving forward? Yeah, I personally, I think this time, like in the past few months when I was at home, I really kind of like took a step back and kind of like was able to refocus my mind and like where the areas, kind of like what Maria was saying, um, kind of the areas that were a little bit like overlooked or I didn't spend that much time in, um, whether that would be like body, like mobility or like mindset, um, like mind training and everything. Um, I kind of was able to reflect on everything and, um, I've definitely, I think coming back into the water, I've had a lot of practice in the areas that I wasn't necessarily doing that much of before. And so, with that extra little bit, um, I think I'm able to focus 
myself and my mind better in the water on more specific things, that will help me overall when I swim. Nice. Uh, Maria, your insight? Well, personally, I think it made me stronger mentally. I used to before, especially as a distance swimmer, think that if I was out of the water, it was the end of the world. But having that break and being out of the water in like in a time period where you don't know what's going to happen the next day or the next few months or the next few weeks, it made me a lot stronger and made me realize that if I'm out of the water, it's not the end of the world. I can find other things that I can work on outside of the water that are going to help me and are going to translate when I go back into the water. So definitely taking things more relaxed now and mentally stronger than I was before. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have really loved hearing people say, you know, swimmers taking these huge breaks, which no swimmer is accustomed to taking and, and hearing that, Oh, this is, I thought this would be a really bad thing. And it's actually, you know, been okay. And, yeah. uh, been able to get back into it. Um, Maddie, any takeaways? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, just like figuring out this different like method of training, I don't think that if we had had a quarantine, I would have even considered it, um, you know, because we're just so used to like training how we've always trained. And um, I think quarantine kind of made me take a step back and realize like, you know, like your swimming is a little different than other people and you might not need to train like as much of this or maybe you need more of this than other people. Um but when you're kind of just stuck in the same pattern you've been doing for five years, like your whole, like my whole time at Tennessee, I've been doing very similar things. Um, I think the quarantine definitely kind of made me, um, you know, have the opportunity to try something new and it definitely paid off. So um, I'm like grateful for the quarantine to like kind of help me like revision my swimming. Um, and, you know, I also just think that it makes you more um, appreciative of like being able to swim, you know, I've had a swimming hiatus before and I remember coming back and just being so thankful to like be back in the pool around my friends in the water. And I think this did a similar thing for everyone who had to go through it. Like we all have a different, um, like mindset towards practice, you know, it's more of a privilege than, you know, something we would take for granted every day now. Um, and getting to be around our friends and getting in the pooling you know, being able to better ourselves in this really strange time in the world. So definitely that too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely a sense of gratitude for stuff that, um, for things that, that you want and you can't have. Um, that's awesome. Uh, Erica, any thoughts? Yeah, I think for me, right before COVID hit, I was just kind of getting better and better. And I think I was really at the peak of my career so far. So I think um, having to go into a quarantine and having everything taken away was kind of a shock for me. And it was really difficult to deal with at the time because I was just so in love with the sport and so excited with where I was. Um, but I think it really ended up teaching me that I need to be okay slowing down sometimes and that swimming is not the most important thing all the time. Um, and it really made me give more energy to my faith and my family and my friends um, and not just always swimming. So there's definitely a benefit to that. Yeah. Uh, Allie, can you round us out? Yeah, I think pretty similar to what everyone said. I um, 
I started a gratitude journal um, and I write down three things that I'm grateful for um, every day. And like there's, I, there's, um, what's the other thing I'm blanking on it. Um, I write down like three priority, three goals of my day. Um, and then some affirmations, like words of affirmation for myself. Um, and then at the end of the day, I write down three things that were great that happened, you know? So, um, I was really trying to like slow down, take every, every day for like what it was, you know? Um, and use the time to catch up with family and friends. Um, and then the other thing we did, um, in San Diego was David kind of like for like, he always wants us to like get out of our comfort zone, um, which I'm not normally good at. Um, but he was like, get out in the ocean and swim, go surf, like do all of these things. So that was another thing that we were kind of doing, um, which is a lot of fun. Um, surfing is really hard. I'm not good at it. I wasn't able to like stand up on the board, but doing different things, you know, um, that like gets you out of your comfort zone was something that I learned during quarantine too. So, yeah. That's, I mean, these all sound like great things. I like that one. I keep a gratitude journal also. I'm not great about writing in it every day, but I do write in it often. I also think swimming in open water is terrifying. So I do like the ocean, but uh, that would be a harder sell for me personally. Um, So quick, quick topic. Uh, I, so I think four of you on this call uh, are on three different ISL teams. So I would like to talk ISL quickly. Um, Give me, you know, in 60 seconds, I'd like to hear a rundown of, of what you're thinking about this upcoming ISL season and, uh, and why you're excited for, why you're excited to compete for the team you will be competing for. Um, again, let's go back down the row. Allie, let's start with you. Yeah, so I just signed with a new team this year. I wanted a new experience um, and to be with a new group of people. So I'm just excited that I signed with LA Current. Um, and I'm just excited to race again. We haven't raced in a while, so that's going to be really fun. Um, and to just kind of like showcase my new training, my new stroke, things like the things that I've been learning with Matt here. And um, yeah, so that's what I'm excited for. Erica. Yeah. I signed with the Cali Condors. Um, I'm super excited. I obviously just got out of college swimming. So I love that ISL is kind of bringing back that idea of, a team atmosphere that I had in college. Um, and like Ali said, we haven't raced in so long. So I'm just really looking forward to that competition and getting back in the water. Yeah. And I chose Cali Condors just because um, I want to be on the best of the best. Um, I want to be on a winning team. And I felt like they had that. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Maddie? Yeah, so um, I signed with Energy Standard, which I'm going to fight Erica on that best of the best. <laughs> um, and it's really exciting for me because I wasn't on an ISL team until Labor Day weekend they reached out. Um, so I'm very, very grateful to have been on the, the team with them. And, um, you know, like I'm going to get to train with some of the best freestyle and butterfly sprinters in the world while we're in Budapest. So I'm really, really excited about that. Um, and, you know, uh, like you said, like, 
a lot of us have signed with ISL teams. So we're not going to be able to like train together while we're there, but we'll still get to see each other. So I'm really excited that our little group will still be strong while we're there. Definitely. And I, the, the training camp sounds awesome. Uh, I word on the street is that the, the 50.6 practice video uh, helped helped in that signing and helped helped get some traction going for uh, for the Maddie Bannock pickup. So that is pretty awesome in and of itself. Yeah. Uh, Maria, I'm not leaving you out. Uh, why doesn't why is why is any ISL team missing out right now on the chance uh, to to pick up Maria Alvarez? I'm actually okay. I'm actually very excited for them. Um, I think it will be great for me to like just keep doing my training and focus on what I'm focused on, which is making the cut for the Olympics and represent my country because I'm from Colombia. So I'm just really excited for them. I hear all about it every practice and I'm just really happy. I get to see all of them race actually. Very diplomatic of you. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, what a great teammate. Wow. Props. And, uh, and Tessa, you're on one of the brand new teams. Um, tell, tell, me, tell me about what you're looking forward to. Yeah, I'm really excited to be part of the Toronto Titans team. I think um, the rest of the ISL does not know what's coming. And we definitely have some great swimmers on this team. And I think I'm most excited for just um, learning from everyone. I'm going to meet a lot of new people and a lot of new coaches and um, I'm really excited to swim for a great team and see what we can do. Yeah. So we got the trash talking out of the way. I lied. I said three different teams. We've got four different teams represented on this call. Uh, so that's, we've, we've got some diversity in the Tennessee pro group, which is exciting. I'm sure, I'm sure that makes for interesting practices in Knoxville. Um, but let's talk a little bit about, practice in Knoxville. Um, if you haven't seen the practice in pancakes I did at the University of Tennessee in this past in January of 2020, January of 2019, read more swim swam, let's be honest. Um, we've covered extensively their, uh, their, how, how, what they do in the weight room, uh, specifically, um, their weight coach, Greg Anderson calls it savage training. And if, uh, if you've seen the film, it, it's pretty savage. It's pretty awesome. They do some really cool and unique things. Um, you've been back in the pool for a little bit now. Um, so I just want to get your take. What have you loved about uh, just being back in a, kind of a normal routine so far? Um, Tessa, let's start with you. Yeah, I mean, I'm super grateful to be back here and have the facilities open to, I mean, the capacity of capacity that they are open for us um to be working with greg again specifically i think he's honestly one of the most unique but also brilliant people to work with um in kind of in sport one thing i really like about greg is that he's really adaptable and i mean throughout my college career and even being a postgrad i meet with him a lot and we bounce back ideas on new like um, new drills or new kind of exercises all the time and so we've really um, kind of adapted a program um, that's specific for like each event and each stroke and 
um, yeah, he's done some really cool things for this team. And so we're really, really grateful to have him working with us. Uh, Maria, so yeah, you've, you've been in Knoxville for about a year. Um, yeah, what do, you, what do you think of this, of this style in and out of the water? Like Tessa said, I'm really grateful to be able to be part of this because it's really an amazing group and Greg is an amazing coach. Um, as a distance swimmer, I was more focused on distance last year, but I met with him this year and we're kind of like changing things up a little bit because I feel like I need to get stronger. So I'm going to be doing different things, but I just like that he's very approachable and meets with you and talks to you and tailors down to your needs. So it's great to have him guiding us over our waiting, like our weight room coach. Yeah. Maddie? Um, yeah, I'd say, you know, we have a very special group here this year. Like there's seven of us were missing one. Hopefully she comes back. But um, we have a very special group, a very um, competitive yet supportive dynamic um, in every single practice. And, you know, I like challenge that our coaches are some of the most passionate coaches in the country. And Greg definitely leads that. Um, he has a very unique way of thinking. It fits in great with the innovative Tennessee style. And, you know, he's one of those coaches that like he, he, um, wants to work with you. He wants you to do whatever training style is best for you. Like he's not going to, you know, compare you against other people. Um, but as long as you're passionate and you're giving 110% all the time, then he wants nothing but the best for you. So we definitely love Greg. Um, <laughs> we actually saw him this morning and he was, you know, doing his same like pumped up, let's get going type of hype man that he always does. So um, he's definitely a great, great coach on our staff. I love that you say pumped up because if you see Greg in person, he is a brick house. He's yes. just so solid. Um, so Erica, uh, how's it been being back in, in the pool, in the weight room for you? Yeah, it's been great. I've really missed that consistency of training. Um, and I'm really grateful to have this group of girls. Like I said earlier, um, it's just so much fun coming to practice every day, but also having coaches that are so dedicated um, they kind of summed it up, but they're always willing to do whatever it takes to help you become the best athlete possible. And it's an open communication um, and they're very passionate. So I'm just grateful to get to continue to be a part of this team. Yeah. Uh, Allie, you're, you're the newcomer of the group. Um, yeah. What, what has it been like for you in the pool, in the weight room? Yeah, I'm still getting to know Greg, but I mean, he's been so welcoming. And like the girls have said, we all had meetings with him and he's been very adaptable. We told him our goals and things that we want to work on. Um, so sometimes we might not all be doing the same thing, but he kind of adjusts things for us, which is really, really nice. Um, and like Erica said, like all of the most of the coaching staff here, it seems like they do that as well. So that's I mean, that's really cool. I don't think I've ever experienced that before. Um, but I really do enjoy lifting and it's really fun to be with this group, um, either in the water or out of the water while we're doing strength training. So it's just, it's just really fun. Yeah. Well, uh, let's, uh, again, we're, most of us are, are headed to ISL in the coming months. Um, but, but I want to 
I want to close out with just the next next few weeks. Um, give me give me thirty seconds. Parting thoughts. Uh, we've got about four minutes left. Um, what are you looking forward to in the next two to two to four weeks uh, of of training in Knoxville? Allie, we'll start with you. Um, just doing some speed work. Uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. And I think Matt did mention that we might do some short course meter racing. So to get a set up for ISL. So pretty excited about that. Nice. Erica. Yeah. I'm also looking forward to that. Um, just sharpening up some small things like starts. We haven't done those in a while. So it's nice to be able to work on those. Um, and then we're also getting in some long course training. So I'm excited about that too. Short course sounds better, but hey, that's, uh, yeah, definitely long course is good too. Maddie? Yeah, I mean, not much different. You know, we're just working on some small skills, things that we can transfer over to um, the ISL. So just another another month of training, getting faster. You know, you, a lot, you can prove a lot in four weeks. So we're all looking forward to that, I think. Definitely. Maria? Um, like Erica said, I'm actually really excited to do long course. Um, that's my thing, I guess. So I'm really looking forward. We're doing that this weekend for the first time in a while. So wow. looking forward to that and just getting better every week. Yeah. Tessa. Yeah, definitely the same for me. I think, um, sharpening up and fine tuning all the strokes, getting ready for, um, the different events that we'll be swimming um and kind of just sharpening up in the weight room getting the last little push before a few weeks straight of competition well awesome thank you all of you so much for joining me today it was awesome getting your perspectives uh from knoxville on swimming on lifting on competing um we'll have to have you all on back again uh maybe after you've had some more racing in but uh again thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me thank you for having us thank you yeah thanks you've been listening to the swim swam podcast stay tuned for new episodes every week you can take swim swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.